0: I feel like a lot of the times when I come to record this, I'm, like, tired, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm really using, like, the parts of my brain that are just, like, not normally on, you know what I mean? So you're calling our show Brainless. No, I'm calling (laughs) myself Brainless, and it contributes to the comedy of the show.
1: Maybe we've just galaxy-brained this whole series out already Mm -hmm. you know yeah we've ascended to a higher level yes i agree we're now level four vampire magicians (laughs) nobody can stop our dark reign of terror folks we are unstoppable we are eternal we are (laughs) afterbite By the Vampire Diaries fan cast, that's only 10 years too late. We're here this week with episode 5 of our show and episode 9 and 10 of The Vampire Show. The Vampire Show? <laughs> I forgot what The Vampire Diaries was for a second, even though I said it in the intro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the vampire show that literally could be so
1: many things be. <laughs> name one other vampire show that's on the same level as the vampire diaries you're Jordan. right there is no other show
0: that's on the same level but there are other vampire shows did you see that what's his how do you pronounce his last name ian sommer halder is that how you say his name
1: I, don't know how I think s- so. I don't know oh, how to like that me. V Wars one, yeah. where it just sounds like vagina wars. <laughs> hey, Ian, I'm sorry. Your new project, your new project, sounds a little bit like a gay porn site, mud man. But also, how much does it suck to leave being a vampire
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then re- and then then your manager's like, "Hey, dude, um, I know you left the Vampire Diaries, and like, hey, I know I you're done it. with that." Um, but you've now, like, pigeonholed yourself into a role. So here's a show that's coming out on Netflix. It's all about vampires. Do you want to be
1: another star of
0: another vampire show?
1: You know, I heard his wife, like, talked him into auditioning for that show. How much do you think he regrets it now? He's... <laughs> His wife's like, just go to the audition, just go, it'll be fun, if nothing else, you'll get out of the house and stop sulking around here with your weird haircut, (laughs) and then he goes, and it's another fucking vampire show. (laughs) How much do you think he's just like, god fucking damn it, He's like, I'm gonna
0: have to deal with more teenage girls? Oh my god. Oh, the worst! (laughs) Honestly, though, like- (laughs) I I used to be a teenage girl and I can confirm that it is the worst. Being a teenage girl or being adored by teenage girls. Being a teenage girl is the worst. But also like I can but um, what I'm basically saying is being a teenage girl is the worst because we are the worst. Mm-hmm. So having us as your fan base is the worst.
1: Okay, yeah, true. True, true, true. Welcome to a show that caters nearly exclusively to a fan base of teenage girls who like vampire I'm not shows even, i'm not
0: even kidding around our audience is like mostly either people who are like 13
1: to 17 or 18 to 24 and it's just woman yeah. you, hey, you know why that is because this is about a fucking dumb vampire teen Listen. show and we've spent the last six minutes alienating our per, our own audience no, I'm, not alienating. I'm, not roasting alienating. Roasting I'm not alienating i'm not alienating because we
0: all know it's the truth and if we all just <laughs> like recognize that as the truth that teenage girls are the worst then i think we could all move forward as a society
1: So let's do that. Let's move forward as a society and talk about, instead, some housekeeping. We have a giveaway going on on our Twitter. If you go to at Pod, check out our pinned tweet there. Info on how to enter a giveaway for some fun stickers. Also, we're going to say it at the top of the show, in the bottom of the show, and probably somewhere in the middle, but please leave us a review on Apple Mm Podcasts because it does genuinely help us out a ton yeah leave a
0: review give us five stars if you like the podcast it's very helpful
1: we are we're literally begging at this point so please do it i am on my knees currently (laughs) i mean that's just like how i sit when i record this podcast because i need the blood to flow to my brain because as we discussed before
0: it's like our brains by the time we record this podcast are just like not there so we got to get it we got to get the blood flowing somehow
1: they're either extremely there or not there at all (laughs) i feel like today they're just not gonna be there and i'm okay with that that's okay that's all the housekeeping we have happy new year Oh, I yeah. think this is the first episode we've recorded in the new year. Because spoiler alert, guys, we pre-record these episodes. Yeah. So the last one you heard was from like early December. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, they don't need to know that though. Like yes. peek behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz style. Pay no <laughs> attention to the man behind the curtain, <laughs> and to the fact that B got real sick for like three weeks.
0: I love it. I love how in the like last episode you're like. You're like edging onto a code and now you're like you're like really kinda of okay. And you're one if you're
1: wondering why, huh? How did that happen?
0: It's because <laughs>
1: <laughs> Magic, actually. It was a blood sacrifice that I did that really kinda helped me get on the up and up again. <laughs> I just sacrificed um somebody and also got a guest role in the new Netflix show V Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Which again is the worst name for a show I have ever heard, just at all. <laughs> v Wars. Who decided hey, on that? I just. What the fuck? Who, I know there was
0: a there was a name for the show before they changed it to that. Y'all should have been. Y'all stuck with the last name. Y'all should have stuck with the last name because this that was this is not it.
1: I know, like, when you're brainstorming for names for stuff, sometimes it's just, like, a process, right? No bad ideas, Mm -hmm. you're just throwing shit at the wall. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes there are good ideas, and then there are also bad ideas. V-Wars is a bad idea. Yeah. And now they're stuck with it
0: because it's on Netflix now, so good luck with that.
1: Fun fact, one of the first early, like, names that we had for this podcast was actually gonna be Bloodsuckers, which I think isn't actually half bad. It's not that after bad. After is better. Yeah. Bloodsuckers ain't half bad. Better. But Bloodsuckers isn't that bad. Uh, so like, V Wars, you could have done better with your first or second or final draft. Yeah, That's what I'm saying here. Basically what we're saying is that we know
0: that you had a first draft and then last minute you remembered, oh, I gotta do revisions. So then you revised <laughs> it and it turned out worse. And then you got like a like a C plus on the assignment.
1: Your show name is a C plus at best. Yeah. Actually, and- it's more like a solid C minus. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're giving real. you some liberty. All right,
0: we're we're giving you we're giving you a little bit more because we feel sorry for you. It's a pity
1: grade. I think V Wars was the name of the book that it's based on, uh-huh. which is even immensely funnier to me, honestly. Yeah. Let me check. Because I'm ninety five percent sure.
0: I love how the first the, the first part of this podcast is just just us ripping on Ian's new show. Just it and we're it just V Wars fit, fan cast. Honestly, it fits in with this podcast because we, we just rip on his character all the time. So you know.
1: Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Hi. V Wars book. Book. It is a book. Mm-hmm. So that is the name of the so book. A- so
0: actually what what actually happened was you got the rights to the adaption and then you were like, Oh that's good. The names the names no no need to change the name. So you didn't even do any revisions. I might have to downgrade
1: that C plus. The second book in the series is called Blood and Fire, which have been which would have been a one hundred percent cooler name for that series. I agree. I agree. You guys, ha- so
0: what? What I'm also hearing is that you guys had multiple titles to choose from, and you got like and you two. just chose, and you just v- chose Wars. the first
1: one. <laughs> it would have even been better if you had called it like Vampire Wars. I would have been, made- I would have been a little kinder to that. Yeah, y'all just stuck with V, though, huh? Wow. Like y'all some V for Vendetta motherfuckers <laughs> out here, and it did not work for you. <laughs> Hey, Jordan, do you want to talk about The Vampire Diaries, which is what this show is actually about? Yeah, let's actually do what we said we would do. So first up is episode nine, History Repeating. Uh, Jeremy gets a break from the mysterious new history teacher, Alaric Saltzman. Damon tells Stefan the stunning reason he really returned to Mystic Falls. Can Can I just be truthful for a second? Yeah, what's up? I'm not gonna pronounce Alaric
0: Alaric because I don't care, and the fact. No, originally I pronounced it Alaric. I'm gonna continue pronouncing it that way, and the fact that he had the audacity to go up in front of that class and spend a good five minutes talking about how his name is pronounced and the origins of his name, as if I care. No, sir. No, so I, so now I'm gonna call you Alaric because you deserve that.
1: Jordan, you wanna know something? hmm I actually really like T V D Alaric. Hmm. We've been pretty on the same page for the majority of this podcast thus far, right? Mm-hmm. We are the co captains of the Damon Salvatore Hate Club. Hate em. We uh we've been pretty much on on par each other. I think this is where we're gonna start to split because I, I really like T V D Alaric. Here's the
0: thing, I don't I don't dislike Alaric or Alaric. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just, just pronounce it correctly. I know you wanted to be petty, but just uh, pronounce it correctly. A lark. <laughs> I don't dislike him. I actually feel very, as of right now, my feelings toward him are indifferent. I mm-hmm. feel nothing towards him. I don't hate him. Mm-hmm. I don't love him. Mm-hmm. I'm very much meh in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I liked what happened at the end of the second episode that we watched for today, though. I commend him for that. Heavey
1: DeLaric is fun. So, like, let's actually, like, get into this here, right? There is... This episode starts off with a dope Bonnie Bennett dream sequence where she gets what I will call the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. She is... We're finally at a Bonnie-centered episode. Love that. Yes, that's... She uh, wakes up in the forest and then in the classroom and then in the forest again. I don't know how that happened, but I'm a fan. Yeah. They did that 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 opening was done very
0: well, I will say.
1: I like that. Also the, the concept thing. they're talking about in math class is called Shadow Reckoning, which is also the name of my new gay metal band. <laughs> Shadow reckoning is so fucking cool. I I know I, they probably just looked up like cool math terms, but like, yeah, man. That's a cool math no, wait, term.
0: Do you think they looked up cool math terms or one of the writers in the writers room just knew that math term randomly? It was like, Hey, do we want to use this?
1: Ooh, good question. Yeah, I feel like you would have to look it up because shadow. Well, although if I did hear the term shadow reckoning once, I would remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like also
0: with, I don't know, with writer rooms in general, people can come from many different backgrounds and still end up as writers for the Vampire Diaries. So um,
1: <laughs> the great equalizer in life, being a writer for the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like I feel
0: like I feel like someone knew that term in the writer's room. I feel like someone was like, hey, I know this thing and I. Have been carrying this around with me forever, and now I must <laughs> tell the world it some way, and we're gonna do it this way.
1: The albatross around my neck has been shadow reckoning, <laughs> and I must just let it go. <laughs> Alaric introduces himself. Int- immediately, he's like, hey, what's up? I'm the cool teacher. You can call me Rick, and then he's probably gonna go compete in the X Games or something in January. (laughs) He's gonna like put on some sunglasses, do some sick skateboarding moves. Here's the thing: I
0: will say, Mm -hmm. Alaric does have that cool history teacher vibe that every every high school student goes through. The like, or at least I I feel like most high school students know that one history teacher, who's usually a guy, but also sometimes a lady. I had both a lady and a guy who fulfilled this role and they're just like super cool they like travel the world and they're just like super i don't know how to explain it but like super chill and yeah they, they don't give any fucks they just do whatever and they're like we're doing it this way this is the way i'm teaching it to you guys and it's just like so we're, like, trying to – it's, like, a good teacher in the sense of, like, I'm here to help you guys learn, and, like, I want you guys to succeed. So I will, like, do do whatever it is, it, it is in my power to help you guys achieve what you need to achieve. And I think that's super dope of Alar- Alaric.
1: And Alaric does do that. Later in the episode, he uh calls out fucking Mr. Tanner for having a jackass file, mm-hmm. which I love. <laughs> Jackass File is actually the name of the after show for Afterbite, where it's just me and Jordan ripping into V-Wars some more. That's it. Support us at the $5 level on Patreon to get access to this super exclusive after show. I'm kidding. We don't have a Patreon, but do please pay us $5. I will take it.
0: I'll leave my Venmo in my Twitter bio and you guys can send the money there.
1: Just, yeah, just Venmo is $5 and we will record an exclusive 20-minute show just for you.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what if <laughs> wait, what if we started, a like, if we were to have a Patreon, a Patreon-only tier where we just, because the viewers, is it on a Netflix?
1: What if I we, think so. What if we just, like, watched it on Netflix and reviewed it on the site? Oh my God! What if it's like... Oh, we could do that. If I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, let me see. It's it's in my uh, it's in my TV dramas, like my recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the three like tags that are here the most for it, by the way, is dystopian, ominous, scary. <laughs> so, honestly, sounds sounds so, uh, dystopian. Whenever I hear of
0: dystopian, I'm just reminded mm-hmm. of number one, English literature in, like, the 10th grade, because that's all we talked about, and then Mm -hmm. the Hunger Games, you know? Mm Because I feel like in, like the early 2010s everything was like super dystopian focus it was the hunger yeah. games it was divergent it was Ooh, divergent
1: slapped though
0: yeah i don't i don't think i like that movie actually i'm not going to lie the movie was bad the books but the were books great the books were good i agree the books were good like there were like all these like different teen dystopian novels and literally i just remember having like a good amount of lectures in class just talking about dystopian novels and everyone's like oh i read I read this dystopian novel and like I read this dystopian novel and honestly I'm over it because I, it got so saturated. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wonder how the show is doing that. How, how, how they making it a little bit different.
1: If you guys want us to do an exclusive reaction video to every single episode of V-Wars, let us know because we will start doing it. Yes, We will do this. Yes. This is a dumb thing, but we will 100% do it Honestly, if y'all ask. You guys see what podcast you're listening
0: to, right? This is a <laughs> podcast about the Vampire Diaries 10 years later.
1: So what what would we not do? You know? What would it- Pay us $5. We'll do just about anything, Exactly. <laughs> do you
0: want to try to get back on track
1: (laughs) yeah do you want to talk about um the way (laughs) there's a scene in the middle of this episode not kind of not in the middle actually okay this episode a lot happened and this episode lasted it felt like two hours really for some reason for me this episode felt so fucking long
0: To me There are are so many things. It felt like a lot happened, but also nothing happened.
1: This one I feel like had a lot of this one I call T V D sometimes a nothing burger. Mm -hmm. This one I felt like had some lettuce, had some meat to it, you know? Yeah, there was like some important things that happened, but then sometimes I was like, Okay,
0: I get it. Uh huh. When are we going back to things that are
1: important? I don't really care about this, you know? Yeah, that's valid. Uh, there is at one point though. Caroline calls Matt lame, and Matt just pulls out that Uno reverse card and calls her lame. <laughs> and it's a very like 2010 mic drop moment. You're like, oh shit, he called her lame. Oh fuck.
0: I think I think they were rec- they're they're both kind of cute together. I'm not gonna. They are. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. I think they're cute together.
1: They're they're cute little binge buddies. Yeah,
0: I, I love them. I love their little friendship. Um I love how I love how Elena lets them be and is not the jealous ex-girlfriend type. So I like that, that as well. That is true.
1: I like it. Love it. Uh Bonnie, the pennant, the Bonnie's necklace here is another really big part of this episode. <laughs> and uh at one point she pulls over to the side of the road and just fucking chucks her magical <laughs> pennant into a field just fucking shocks it. Honestly,
0: so dramatic. So, like, so dramatic. So unnecessary,
1: but also But I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love
1: it. It's like, oh, you didn't need to, like, swerve your car into the, like, side of the road. <laughs> yeah, she pulls over really aggressively. Hey, Bonnie, there wasn't anybody in front of you or behind you. Just, you can just, like, you ease can... off the gas. Exactly. Pull a little bit. Nope, gotta of, do, gotta do a quick
0: swerve. And, and you, know what I, you know what I love about it too? I know that she was in that car just listening to Elena and then it just came to her mind and she was like, oh I gotta do this right now. No time to waste. I'm gonna <laughs> swerve into
1: this field and then just chuck it. Just gonna fucking chuck it. <laughs> After that, we cut to the Mystic Grill, which is apparently the only place anyone in Mystic Falls ever hangs out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. I love that they play Mystic Falls as, like, a medium to large-sized town. That's fun to <laughs> hang out at. And all anybody ever hangs out at is this <laughs> one fucking shitty sports bar.
0: <laughs> I think it would be nicer or, like, it would be more acceptable if it wasn't a shitty sports bar, you know? Like if it was it's like, <laughs> I feel like it was like I don't know. Maybe if it had like diner vibes, I'd believe it more.
1: You want like a pops chocolate shop esque hangout is what I'm hearing.
0: That's that sounds more believable in like a in a in a, a town that small.
1: Okay, actually though, small Midwest towns have sports bars by the millions. Oh, holy oh. shit, dude! All right, I, I'm I was proven wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. You're from New York, right? That's yeah. like diner vibes. This is like a shitty Midwest town. <laughs> very, very shitty sports bar vibes.
0: All right. All right.
1: Do you think so?
0: So do you think there should just be more? Just more sports bars? It
1: first of all, yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Second of all, I'm pretty sure the lights in the Mystic Grill are never on. Mm It's always bad lighting. Uh. And I'm like, I get it's dramatic, y'all. But like sports bars have like a million TVs that are all very (laughs) bright. So the light
0: has to be coming from somewhere, you guys. Exactly. I think what if in a future Largesies episode, one of the plot points is that a new sports sports bar opens up.
1: There's finally a new restaurant in town, folks. Yeah. After and 15 years, there's finally a new one. And the entire plot is just like the two sports bars competing. <laughs> it's a Romeo and Juliet-esque, like, in Fair Verona where we lay our scene. <laughs> it's just these two sports bars competing for the limited clientele of Mystic Falls.
0: <laughs> I love. I, I have an idea of one of the characters wanting to go to the other sports bar. And then, then, but you know, other characters want to stay at that that sports bar so that it just creates like a huge rift in their, in the friendships, you know?
1: They bite their thumbs at each other. It's all very dramatic. Yeah. Very Shakespearean. Yeah. Very TVD.
0: Yes. That sounds something exactly like what TV, that, that's, that sounds like an actual TVD plot, right? (laughs) Did we just... Make a did we just make a hidden episode of TVD? Um, I think we did, and I think if you want to see us act it out, that'll be five (laughs) dollars. If you want us to write the script and then act it out, actually, that's more than five dollars because that's a lot of work. That Um, is a lot of work. I'm gonna bump it up to 20 per person who listens, and that's reasonable.
1: If you want us to, I write feel like we're script. gonna joke. I feel like we're gonna joke about like starting a Patreon and making people pay us to do dumb shit, and then we're actually gonna do it, and nobody's gonna pay us money to do dumb shit, and we're gonna be like, "Oh, thank God!" Whew. Listen, like listen, we're if you guys don't
0: fund, if you guys don't fund my ability to do dumb shit, then I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> because that's exactly what this podcast is. It's you. I mean, you're not funding me, but like once we get like some sponsorships on here, you will be funding me. It's you funding me to watch this stupid vampire show so we can talk about it as if it as if any of this actually matters.
1: Okay. As if this show's actually good and at all. <laughs> and has like some impact
0: on our livelihoods. It doesn't. But we can all pretend for the next hour and a half or so that it does. And I'm okay with that.
1: Hey, at one point, Bonnie and Elena are having a conversation about the necklace mm-hmm. right in front of Caroline. I and Caroline's just like, hey, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? She's like,
0: are you, I'm right here. Hello? Am I not a part of this? Co- what is going on? And you know what? Honestly? I feel Caroline in that, all right? Because I've been a part of conversations where it seems like no one actually knows that I'm there. So I relate to that.
1: But I also love how it's confirmed the friendship dynamics that we kind of suspected all along. It's just like laying it out right there. Like, all right. Caroline does like Elena enough she loves Bonnie but she also loves herself more Mm -hmm. and Bonnie and Elena are a little closer than either of them are with Caroline Mm -hmm. and it's a weird isosceles triangle of friendship (laughs) and they just confirmed it right there and then I feel like they confirmed it and then they kind of were like
0: maybe we should actually make them friends exactly I feel like this episode solidified more of their friendship than any other episode so far.
1: It really did. And I'm glad that they did it in this episode cuz like, okay, Caroline Forbes does not believe in witchcraft, and then she sees that Bonnie Bennett does believe in witchcraft, and then she decides that she also believes in witchcraft. And, and I then love that she makes that. them hold a séance. Honestly, I love that. That's so good. She, that's such
0: a good plot point. Like like she, and that like that's how you know that they're friends. Because who else would you say, I don't believe in this thing, but for you, I will
1: believe in it for for you. Like who else would do that? And then she goes whole hog, and she's like, "Fine, let's hold a fucking seance." Like that is such a Caroline Forbes thing to do, and I I love it. She's like, "If we're gonna do it, then let's fucking do it, dude." She's like, like, "We're not half-assing this. We're putting our full foot
0: into this. All right, we're doing this a hundred percent, like seance right now." And I'm like, "And the funny thing is, Caroline, do you know how to hold a seance?" No,
1: she does not. (laughs) (laughs) no but we're gonna do it right now (laughs) i (laughs) everything i have ever learned about like ouija boards and like the paranormal has come from pop culture and mostly it's from buzzfeed unsolved (laughs) and therefore i have little to no knowledge about like how to invite a spirit to speak with you Mm -hmm. but hey bonnie maybe inviting a ghost trapped in a pennant who has been haunting you to speak directly to you might be that might be the worst idea you've (laughs) had yet bonnie hey bonnie she made you have nightmares and you're like hey direct line speak to me (laughs) ma'am like what the fuck well was it bonnie's idea? it was caroline's idea well yeah okay it was caroline's idea to hold a seance right and then bonnie's like hey you up and caroline was that like that is weak dude that is weak do better and so bonnie's like i speak to me oh yeah you're right she definitely bad
0: idea she she definitely brought that on herself that was definitely her fault (laughs) you could have like you here's the thing
1: you don't Mm -hmm. agree
0: with what your friend wants to do but you don't want to mm-hmm. hurt their feelings because you mm-hmm. see that they're putting an effort into trying to, you know, be your friend and believe mm-hmm. you. So you like you have to half ass it. You can't put your like, you know, it's a bad idea, but you also don't want to upset your friend. So you got to come to a compromise and still do it, but not do it
1: correctly. And that's just that's the tea That's the tea Bobby, you could have done you could have. Okay, no, I said we were not going to half-ass this, but you could have, like, three-quarter-assed it. You could have three-fourths it. Yeah, I agree. As Bonnie does summon a literal demon into Elena's home, let's not not mince words here. She does summon Emily back. Mm -hmm. The girls start living in a horror movie it is can i, extremely I just say, horror. can
0: i just say the lighting in this like in all of
1: these scenes perfection because i was like this the whole horror sequence in the house is really good it's so actually good. i was it's like actually wow. fun i was like wow you guys really outdid yourself here like wow i do love though that this horror, the girls being in an actual horror movie and acting their asses off, mm-hmm. having a great time, is cut together with the boys just playing football, and you know it's just the boys being boys. Listen, another yes.
0: example of women doing a hundred percent more times work than the men <laughs> and getting equal pay. <laughs>
1: Just like the boys play darts and then toss around a football a little bit while the girls are like getting possessed and fighting off the like these girls, demons.
0: These girls, the acting that they are doing, the acting that they are pulling off versus what the boys are doing?
1: They just play, they're just throwing the old pig skin back and forth. I mean some brotherly bonding. I mean i
0: like i don't that's i don't know what else to say that's like literally what that is like that's what our society is <laughs>
1: it's a commentary <laughs> it's a on our society you know what's better than this you know guys being dudes <laughs> I, I i guess like i think that
0: was a part where i was like oh nothing's going on like you guys aren't doing anything
1: like, can we go back to the girl? It does feel like a wild roller coaster. It feels like <laughs> it feels like you know when your mom is driving down the highway like slightly too fast mm-hmm. and then she sees a cop, so she like slams <laughs> on the brakes and like throws out an arm to like catch you. You know the mom arm, how it happens. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what this feels like. This feels like my mom is slamming on the brakes and just like Putting an arm into my chest, and just like the abrupt change of pace between the girls living in a horror movie mm-hmm. and the boys just throwing the old pigskin back and forth, feels like my mom slamming on the brakes on the highway. And in
0: this metaphor, your mom is Julie Plec, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, my mom is actually Julie Plec. Hey, mom, please put a little more money into my account. I really do need it. <laughs> yeah, um, mom, I know, I'm, I know me and b aren't
0: related but for this bit we are um <laughs> hey mom um i also need money um i currently owe a lot of money to my college
1: hey mom i know you're like a millionaire and everything now yeah because you do run like seven shows mm-hmm. which is very impressive yeah and your work has been undoubtedly great mom but also your vampire show's bad yeah And right now we're in like our angsty teen phase, so we're making fun of it. I promise once we get to the originals, we'll be a little more better about it. But until then, Mom, we are going to continue sneaking out late at night and like drinking in (laughs) the graveyard. And Mom, we're not sorry. (laughs) Mom, we're really not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If you know Alaric's character and if you know who he is coming into it, they did a really interesting thing here where they played him as a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really play him up very well. Mm-hmm. They have a checklist of every suspicious thing they've made the Salvatore brothers do, mm-hmm. and they're like, suspicious ring, check.
0: Yeah, that ring. Cannot
1: enter a house, check. Mm-hmm. Like, slightly mysterious, check. Looks too hot to be a history teacher, <laughs> Check. And like, I uh, yeah,
0: that I think that was a well done thing on their part, especially if you this is your first time watching the show, and like you have like no expectations for that character, because then it's like a nice little, a nice little plot twist, you know, like a, ooh. <laughs>
1: like a little. Ooh. I it's also I think these two episodes are probably two of the best ones that we've seen so far for watching live while it was airing Mm -hmm. because it must have been buck fucking wild Mm -hmm. to see at the end of the episode Logan fell is back Mm -hmm. like how fucking wild insane absolutely crazy a great plot twist yeah yeah it's like, oh, because literally he came out of nowhere. Like, he came out of nowhere. Was
0: not, like, as a person who, like, has, like, minimal knowledge of the show and, like, is watching it for the first time, I was like, oh, where, the, where did he come from? Like, I thought he was
1: dead, you know? Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. They had a fun, he was a fun, like, season, like, beginning character, mm-hmm. a fun little, I thought he little was a guy biggie. that we... You know? He he was a Vicky. And now he's really a Vicky. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he's a Vicky I mean, GM.
0: He, I mean, he is a Vicky. He died, then came back. He's a super Vicky. And then we thought he was going to stay for a while, but he actually just died. <laughs> like, I he,
1: later. He's a super Vicky. And that's where they end that episode, which is so fun. That's just like there's like oh, by the way he's back and you're like oh see y'all next week later <laughs> like what
0: if i was watching that live and i would have to wait a week later to find out what happened next you know oh my god you know i'd be r- r- going on the internet like i did back then and i'd be going on SpoilerTV.com, and i'd be <laughs> looking for all the spoilers all the little little things i could find on the next episode
1: It's just like, that is such a wild... That, I feel like, is the first really great TVD plot twist, Mm -hmm. kind of. Mm -hmm. In that... It introduces that there is another vampire somewhere in Mystic Falls, yes, kind of. Yeah, that, also that—that was like I was like, oh, so who's this other the vampire? Implications. Yeah, and, the implications, yeah, the implications of Logan coming back is also, so good. But,
0: but also the fact that we now know that Damon was trying to work towards getting Catherine back, and the whole like pendant was for that, right? Also wild.
1: So like, there so is-
0: like that happens, and you're like, oh, they're dead. But now there's another vampire in the town, so you're like, oh. Is this, like, vampire from out of town? Or does somehow one of the vampires who were like, down below survive somehow? Like, that also, wow, insane. Like,
1: also, we didn't talk about the fact that, like bonnie bennett gets possessed uh-huh. i feel like we kind of oh, skipped yeah, over that she did. gets honest to goodness possessed and then by emily who goes to destroy the pendant because she says to damon like i can't let all of them back out mm-hmm. which tells you there's more than one person yeah. in that too yeah and like
0: honestly bonnie in that scene powerful so good powerful amazing like wow we stand so I stand so hard like honestly that and that, that like that entire part of the episode and then also and then that happened and then Logan comes back honestly made the episode really good for me.
1: Yeah it was like actually episode nine a really good episode.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it's like one of those hidden sleeper episodes where like you think it's going to be
1: okay and then at the end you're like oh this is actually really good. The last like 20 minutes or the last like 10 minutes of that episode are so good. <laughs> yeah genuinely i think this might be the first time we're calling a tvd episode actually good
0: Mm (laughs) wow 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 we just made we just
1: like that's a milestone for us all right guys pack it up this podcast is over we're done (laughs) five episodes wiping our hands we're good we're done (laughs) hey jordan what do you rank this episode hmm
0: Honestly, let's see what happens. The possession so that happens. the possession was like really good. Mhm. The Logan coming back was really good. Um, the dream sequence I enjoyed Caroline and Matt I enjoyed um, mm-hmm. and then the whole like establishment of Bonnie Alina's, and Caroline's friendship I really enjoyed,
1: yeah, I love that now they're like actually
0: friends. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't really like was just Damon and and Stefan because like their entire the boys like, just being boys. Yeah, it was just pointless and boring. Um, uh, and I also like Alaric and like or
1: uh, <laughs> Alaric. How,
0: how do you say his name? Uh,
1: <laughs> Alaric.
0: Alaric. I'm not gonna say it correctly from memory. Okay, because I pronounced it in my head as Alaric. Um, also Alaric <sighs> and and Jeremy and Jeremy like trying to be a little bit better and. Alaric helping him out with that I enjoyed so like the only thing I did not enjoy it was the, the whole middle part with like Stefan and Damon doing absolute god who knows what <laughs> like Stefan taking forever to ask Damon about the necklace like okay um so I would actually rank this one pretty high I think I'm gonna give mm-hmm. it a nine. Ooh, a
1: nine for episode nine yeah I'm gonna be honest with you I'm gonna do the same it's genuinely a good episode of the Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. I will, it's it's a very good episode there's only like one
0: plot point that I don't really enjoy but like especially like I think they also did things just
1: very well it's not only that they had interesting plot points but they executed it very well They, I think they paced out this episode really nicely in that it was kind of like a train that was gaining steam for the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then finally the train starts going and you're like, ah, shit, I'm on a train, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is a whole ass train. This is a locomotive. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. Good job, you guys. Whoever wrote this good episode,
0: job. good job. <laughs> like your little clap. I'm doing a golf clap. Can you hear my clap? Yeah, a little bit. I like how we just softly clap. (laughs) I mean, if it was loud, I don't think our audio listeners would like that.
1: (laughs) Just a really nice sync clap. (laughs) Hey, you want to talk about episode 10? Yes. Episode 10 is entitled The Turning Point. And the uh, blurb is this. When Sheriff Forbes tells Damon about another attack, he offers to track down the killer, learning startling information about the town's founders. Is that it? That's it. Whoa. Yeah. But it kind of encapsulates a lot of... Because yeah, a lot of this episode like is Damon and Logan's kind of struggle and kind of the their two forces playing out, and I think that affects a lot of the characters. So I actually don't mind this yeah, as far think, as descriptions
0: I think I, go. I am honestly probably one of their better Netflix descriptions. I think that yeah. really does describe what mainly happens in the episode without giving anything away.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, the last episode description completely didn't mention any of the magic things that happened. Mm-hmm. This one... It's actually pretty good. Yeah. This episode starts off with Matt and Caroline being little binge buddies. (laughs) They're just watching TV. They're so cute. They're cute. They're really cute. They're really good. Um, Logan shoots Damon. Because just because you're a vampire doesn't mean you don't need to use guns. Can I mention something really quick? Uh Uh-huh. In the
0: opening of this episode, when Logan tries to get into um, the Gilbert's house, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't, and he sees someone jogging by, and then I'm like, Oh, is that Scott McCall's mom from Teen Wolf? And it is. So but she ends up getting killed. But mm-hmm. let's disregard the fact that she ends up getting killed. And let's just all think about how Teen Wolf and the Vampire Diaries could literally exist in the same universe because of this one character this one actress showing up in this show. Let's all just think about that how they could all be in the same universe because there are werewolves in the Vampire Diaries. There are werewolves in Teen Wolf. Wait, there are werewolves in Teen Wolf? Yeah, B. (laughs) It's in the name, okay? (laughs) I'll be honest with you, Jordan.
1: I've never watched Teen Wolf.
0: Okay, it's fine. It's it's good for the first three seasons and then it goes downhill. Anyways, I think something that's really interesting is that in Legacies, there's an Oni, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, There's also
0: an Oni and teen wolf, okay, they also like to reference okay. creatures that are mythical th- that uh-huh. are not necessarily like vampires and werewolves, and mm-hmm. I just think um, I think the the whole like possession storyline that they have in legacies is like pretty good, but teen wolf does do it better, and they like have a whole season surrounding it, and like it's like a nice build up to someone being revealed to be possessed by the oni um but yeah, basically, what I'm saying is that this could be an intertwining of worlds. Um, And I would like all of you guys who are listening who have watched both Teen Wolf and the Vampire Diaries to do with that what you will, you know, create headcanons, um, create fan fictions, <laughs> write out your own <laughs> plot of like how these two worlds intertwine, Um, all that good stuff, and then send it to me. Thank you
1: welcome to afterbite a vampire diaries fan cast that's not ever really about the vampire Mm -hmm. diaries it's about v wars and teen wolf yeah correct do you think people are gonna roast me for the way i say wolf because i just say wolf
0: well i didn't i did not until you just said that i did not recognize (laughs) that
1: um i had an ex-girlfriend who really like roasted me every time i said wolf oh i I i think it's fine i think you're good Logan fell shoots Damon with a gun because just because you're a vampire doesn't mean you can't also use a literal gun. Mm-hmm. You know, what's not faster than a gun, a vampire mm. just fucking shoot him. That is true. Uh, but also,
0: I feel like that's not true. I feel like there's like a loophole there that they need to touch more
1: well, if you just shoot them with wood, I mean, they're not like real bullets, right? They're wooden bullets. It's yeah, fine. But here's the if thing. If I was a vampire, you best fucking believe I would carry around a six shooter with wooden bullets in it. Here's the thing is my question. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I don't understand how they're not fast enough to avoid the bullets because you can see if someone has a gun, right? If you have, yeah, but if sub- you're also a
1: vampire using vampire speed to shoot to bring out and yes. shoot your gun. Oh wait, you're right. That's correct. What if Doc, if Doc Holliday became a vampire, y'all would not know when he was about to quick draw. Who is that? If Wyatt Earp was a vampire, we would all be in big that? trouble.
0: Who is? Oh wait, Wyatt Earp. That's from My Own Earp,
1: right? Well, actually, he's a real person from the Wild West. Who and he and Doc Holliday had the shootout at the OK Corral. Um, um.
0: B, you have a lot of knowledge that I do not know.
1: Um, uh, and
0: yeehaw. Yeah, you're really when when B says she's a yeehaw, she's not kidding around. Like when I say I'm a yeehaw. Um, I am a
1: yeehaw. I'm a fake yeehaw. I am the real fucking yeehaw deal. <laughs> uh, can we talk about the way that Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy? roasts tyler alive Mm -hmm. yeah by saying art implies culture culture implies well not you (laughs) fucking get him boy okay savage as
0: fuck that really is savage she's like um sorry to break it to you my dude but you don't got what it takes to be an artist and
1: then he looks at his art and then realizes he does that also by the way that plot point i don't think that's ever touched on again Sounds, makes it's, sense. <laughs> sounds about TVD. Yep. Like, hey, this one character is good at art, and that's his connection to this other character, and then we just never talk about it again, and they're just inexplicable friends. Can I have ju- fun. Can I just talk about how in the last episode we had dudes
0: bonding over darts and sports, and now we have mm-hmm. dudes bonding over art? I think that's a little
1: bit of a development. It is, actually. Also, uh... So, Tyler and Jeremy kind of start to fight because mm-hmm. they're teenage boys. Correct. And that's what boys do. It's mm-hmm. just boys being boys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mayor Lockwood takes them outside and he's like, fucking finish it, pussies. He's like, you want to fucking fight? Just fucking fight. I cannot believe the mayor <laughs> of that town did that how dare you how
0: dare you who allows you to be like you're a mayor sir you're a mayor who like you know how like when people run for elections they have to like um they like go and kiss babies i wouldn't allow my baby near you no this guy probably punched a baby and then got elected like 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 who like who allowed this person to get elected who, you? who is he keeping safe no one because he's telling these two boys who are angry with one another to fight excuse me uh-uh not in my household that's not gonna work and it also does not
1: work in alaric's household either which is really good and that's why i like tvd alaric mm-hmm. he comes out and he's like what hey what the fuck dude genuinely like hey what the fuck See, t- the mayor's like i'm letting them fight it out and he's like uh no. no you fucking are no the fuck you are not See, i feel like with tvd alaric
0: he's like definitely way more like i need to watch over these children i need to make sure they're
1: safe and okay tvd alaric cares more about the kids than legacies alaric cares about his own damn kids he's a father and he cares less
0: <laughs> Like, oh like, goodness. sir, how did you go backwards in development?
1: He, ah, <laughs> uh, yep. TVD Alaric calls Mayor Lockwood an out of control alpha male douchebag, which I fucking love. That was, that was a good line. I, I commend Alaric for that. And then Mayor Lockwood responds with, you just marked yourself. And then Alaric which was like, like you want to fight? He's like, yeah, you want to throw down in this parking lot where you were about to make these two children fight? Because we're adults and we can do it right here, right now. And honestly, I think Alaric would win that fight. I
0: agree. I
1: agree. And just, I love just like that whole sequence. Like, it's such a good, I mean, we've already shown, right, that Alaric Saltzman is the cool dad. Mm -hmm. He's like the cool history teacher. He's here to look out for the kids, especially to look out for Jeremy. Mm Mm-hmm and this is just such a great fucking sequence and i love it i agree and then tyler actually makes me a little sad for his character he says i don't need your pity oh fuck man damn ouch tyler that hurts a little you have depth under those abs (laughs) you got depth somewhere baby And then he is honestly one of my favorite shots so far that we've seen is Tyler framed at that like super low angle looking up at the moon. Mm -hmm. Tyler right next to the moon when Jeremy's like, what's your fucking problem? He's like, I just don't know. That's really fucking good. I liked it. I was wondering if
0: that was some foreshadowing. It could be wrong. Is that foreshadowing? Tell me if I'm right. Is it foreshadowing? It's foreshadowing. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm
1: not sh- I'm not going to tell you for what. I, I mean, you can probably figure it out. I, I was foreshadowing.
0: I, I was foreshadowing he's a he becomes a werewolf. cuz you know, needs a full moon and he has anger issues. I could be wrong, but that's my that's my guess. You don't have to tell me
1: if I'm correct. Okay. Uh-huh. I just really love that shot. Mhm. That is just such a good shot. And it's just like, "Oh, that's good. That's a good one." Mhm uh elena puts an end to stefan's uh brooding mm-hmm. he's like he's like okay i'm gonna leave and make you sad and she's like actually fuck that no she's like i want to. and see- honestly I that's, like that's so here. powerful it is powerful She's like, I'm
0: not, like, I, I, I've already deal, dealt a lot with all this brooding nonsense with my brother, myself, you know, I don't, I don't need you to also be doing that. Like, I can control my own, I can make my own decisions, I can control how I want things to happen, so, like, I want this to happen, so, like, we should make this happen
1: and i love it mm-hmm. i can't believe it's 2009 and i'm a selena shipper i cannot believe
0: <laughs> i mean honestly <laughs> like the way they're written right now it's hard not to they're root so for good. them you know it really is uh, like you have to they're kind so of good. um can i they're just so mention cute. something real quick mm-hmm. when they're in that car and they're talking mm-hmm. about futures and then elena's like oh i was gonna be a writer because my mom really pushed me into it and like but then she died so that's no longer a thing um mm-hmm. elena you're not gonna fool me you were never <laughs> going to be a writer oh ouch, ouch. I, i'm sorry but what your, i could tell by your diary entries <laughs> That you were one of those people who, like, wrote those, like, really emo, sad poems and then thought you were going to be a writer. And I can confirm this because I used to be you and I'm not a writer. So, um, Elena, stop lying to yourself. You were only doing that. It's not bad, but you were only doing that because your mother wanted you to, not because you actually wanted to be a writer. And I don't think it would have worked out anyways. That is the end of my piece.
1: Do you think Elena would have been MySpace famous for her emo poems? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Wait, you know that? What would what would Elena Gilbert's MySpace name be?
0: Uh,
1: would she have like an XD at the end? A RAR. Like a, like a RAR? I'm feeling like she's not XD random enough to be to have like a RAR, but I that's feel like more a good like, XD. I feel like that's
0: more scene.
1: That's definitely mm-hmm, more seen. Yeah, maybe like that. Uh, maybe like a colon three face, just like the little little kitty face. Yeah, like, hmm. yeah, yeah. Most definitely. What like what, what song
0: would play when you went onto her MySpace? My immortal. Mm. Do you remember that video of those two girls? Um. Like one year before New, I think it was New Year's Eve or whatever, and they're both like in emo music, and she's like. I what what I don't remember what their name. They said I'm blah 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 and I'm Laura or something like that, and then they're like we're one year closer to death. You know that what video I'm talking about? No, no, you don't. I don't. That that's like that's famous. It's like turned ten years old. I'm gonna send it and I'm gonna look for it and send it to you.
1: Hey, you remember when uh it came out that like my immortal was all like. like joke slash social experiment kind of thing yeah i feel like this tara and raven video is kind of the same thing (laughs) i feel like it definitely has to be right i don't know i i do not know it's just where are they now now Um, that you showed me
0: though i do recognize it okay cool so you're you're like it's it's in there it's in your memory it's like in the way back of your memory yeah but see it's not because they have more videos of them like that but like it absolutely has to be right it could be but i don't i honestly do not think it is because i'm thinking back to 2009 and what things on the internet were like and that sounds a hundred percent like
1: that could be something real It cannot be, right? Because of looking at the about page on this YouTube channel, which by the way is called XX Bloody Kiss XX. Wait, yes. no, I'm sorry. XX Bloody X Kiss XX. Yes. Allow me to read you this description and tell me this does not sound like a social experiment. Uh huh. Hi guys, we're Tara and Raven, the acid bath princess of the darkness. We're two friends who just like to hang out and make vids, and yeah, we're goth. Get used to it, with about nine explanation points. Um, we really love music, so we just like to make vids. Please comment, we like feedback, lol. Things we like, which is by the way spelled L-I-E-K. Harry Potter, Twilight series, Gerard Way, Davey Havoc, Hot Topic, and Goth. Goth Boys. Black Makeup. Edward Cullen. Hello Kitty. Emily the Strange. Black. Black Roses. Blood. Vampires spelled with a Y. Fairies spelled F-A-E-R-I-E-S. Isn't Anime like and going to the mall. What?
0: Isn't that a K term?
1: <laughs> no, not that way. We'll talk about it. Things we hate. Preps for explanation points. Anyway, watch our vids. And then it's um, <laughs> the way they sign their name at the end it's T at sign R A and R capital A lowercase v capital E N and then acid bath the same way with every other letter. And then at the very end it's like, we just got a MySpace again. At us uh, www.myspace.com slash xx bloody x kiss xx. <sighs> maybe i this don't know cannot be real this is 2009 b who knows but this can oh my god you know what the worst part is that it might absolutely be real exactly hey should we get back to talking about the vampire diaries yeah we should probably should <laughs> um at one point i do have a note here that just says man paul wesley you and your perfect face strike again (laughs) so I would like to take a moment just to appreciate Paul Wesley and his very perfect face do you want to take like a moment of silence type thing yeah can we take like a moment of silence just to talk about just to like think about Paul Wesley and his perfect face yeah alright is this too long to be quiet that's a good five (laughs) seconds (laughs) was waiting for like a good five seconds of like silence <laughs> i love paul wesley's face yeah he he's also to- really good he has a nice face he really starts to show off in later tvd but like he's real good his recent stuff uh what tell me a story or whatever mm-hmm. real good um what i would also like to talk about mm-hmm. is
0: the um, sex scene between mm-hmm. Elena and Stefan. I have st- strong words on it.
1: Okay, uh, um, hit me with your strong words. My first thought was, "Is this Twilight?" Mm-hmm. It feel it felt <laughs> very Twilight. Don't hide yourself from me, exactly. Stefan. Exactly. I've never seen a full
0: Twilight movie. I've never read the books, but I could tell this had Twilight vibe. So.
1: you want to know what's sad what i have read all of the books and seen all of the movies and it does have strong twilight vibes see we got
0: confirmation for someone who barely knows it and someone who was deep entrenched in it when it was popular (laughs) i was deep in the fucking trenches dude i i could have probably been one of those people if my english teacher didn't talk me out of it so thank you miss echo (laughs)
1: <laughs> they weren't good anyway don't worry yeah
0: that's why she said don't read them <laughs> she's like she was like a hardcore feminist and also a lesbian so love her Stanlist, yeah. List your English teacher yeah she's I do know she like you know inspires me till this day I had her for, for like four years oh fuck yeah yeah anyways um, I was cringing very hard throughout the entirety of it um, the music the music Mm -hmm. um i don't know where they got it from but uh it sent me to places of of place i don't want to go back there (laughs) i don't want to go back um and then yeah also don't hide yourself from me i was like wow this is really feels like twilight what is this i'm
1: i'm not comfortable at all <laughs> I am supremely uncomfortable during this entire sequence.
0: Yeah. Um, that was it. I got strong Twilight vibes. The reasons why, again, are the music and the whole don't hide yourself from me.
1: Yeah. It's bad, dude. Yeah. I was supremely uncomfortable during that entire sequence. Okay, great. I'm glad I'm
0: not the only one because I thought. It was just me. But it was. I'm
1: extremely uncomfortable during 95% of the sex scenes in TVD. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Like supremely uncomfortable. Imagine being sitting watching it at your kitchen table trying to eat dinner so you can finish it on time while your mom is behind you eating dinner at the kitchen counter.
1: <laughs> is your mom doing the thing where she doesn't sit at the table and Correct. just stands and eats. Yes. Eat? <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> so, standing and so Sitting me. on the kitchen counter while I'm sitting here watching this and being like oh okay there's a sex scene now and now we both have to be here to witness it so now I'm double uncomfortable <laughs> and so now we're
1: just sitting here and it's the worst <laughs> well I'm sitting and you're standing but it is the worst Thank- mom I would prefer driving down the highway and you slamming on the brakes to this <laughs> listen My mom sometimes asks, why don't we watch
0: more shows together? And I'm like, I can't watch a sex scene with you in the same room as me.
1: Just if there is a sex scene or if I can see it going towards a sex scene, I am just going to get up and leave the room. No explanation. Just keep it playing. I'll be back later. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get people
0: who can do that with their parents because that's the most uncomfortable thing for me. Okay.
1: You know what would be fun? what see if we got our parents to watch tvd (laughs) with us and record an episode of (laughs) afterbite at one point Mm -hmm. matt donovan says something really cute he just like goes up to tyler and he's just like i like caroline listen can we all just good can we all just acknowledge matt donovan is cute Matt he Donovan's cleaned. real
0: fucking cute. And he he sometimes acts like he doesn't know where he is, but it's okay. I'll excuse it because he's cute. Um, I'll let this blonde boy be as dumb as he'd like. And he fits into my favorite
1: character stereotype for guys. Dumb but cute.
0: Um, yeah.
1: He's not quite a himbo. He no. doesn't love women and respect women enough to be a himbo. Exactly. But he's like... He's like under that, yeah. Right, he's, like, he's like, just right? dumb he's almost and cute. There, he's almost there. All right, and he's gonna. Here's the thing, right? He's he's almost reached it, and this is about where he's gonna reach it, and then he's just gonna stay at this level. Okay. I'm, unfortunately, Matt Donovan never becomes a full blown himbo, but he is right. pretty close. Also, Alaric Saltzman is a vampire hunter. Uh, honestly. Like I obviously I already knew that because
0: I watched Legacies. Well, yeah, but, no shit. But like, if I were to not have watched Legacies and saw that, I'm like, oh, oh, really? Oh, shit! Because like, I thought he was a vampire, but turns out he's just hunting vampires. Whoa!
1: It's so fucking wild. It. Like I said, I think these two episodes are when I, like, m- have most wished I was a TVG fan back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because watching these episodes live would have been fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can almost, like, it's, like, on the level of me
0: watching Pretty Little Liars when it was first coming out. And in the first season, they reveal who A is. And everybody's like, what? 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 I did not see that coming. It's, like, on that level of... Uh, TVD. i have a question Mm -hmm. um do the plot twists like these like you wish you were alive do they continue on as the show goes on or it's more like oh now i kind of like can expect it it's kind of boring now
1: um there are still some good ones okay i think these two are i think these two like cliffhangers are exceptionally good Mm -hmm. um i think these also i don't know this is kind of dumb but I think these two episodes also kind of hit harder because we record Afterbite and because I don't watch ahead. I just watch two episodes a week yeah. Um, to, like, make this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I feel like these two episodes kind of hit harder because they're really good. And, like, I have now started, like, pacing myself. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I first watched TVD, I binged the entire thing over, like, two months. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I was depressed. Oh. Uh, And it didn't help me get any better. Um, (laughs) But I did watch a lot of TVD. So I kind of binged it. So I never had the effect that um, I always watched the next episode right away, kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, I feel like
0: when that happens, things kind of start to blend together. And you're not sure exactly when things happen.
1: Yeah, so I think we'll see as we go on. I think these plot these like plot twists who i'm like oh i wish i could watch this live i think they may continue okay um because uh i just don't remember a lot of the plot twists but that's because again like i said i watched it all a lot (laughs) and i was real sad it's okay sometimes it happens Finally, somebody realizes that Elena looks just like Catherine, and that's fucked up. Yeah. And it happens to be Elena. Yeah. She finally yeah. figures it um, out. Uh, Stefan,
0: why why do you have that photo just laying around for everyone to see it? Like, first Lexi yeah. finds it, and she's like, what? And then you don't think, oh, maybe I should put it away. No. You just leave it exactly where it is, and that's what
1: you deserve, because you left it there. It... Really early TVDs vary from Elena's perspective, and I feel like now finally she's caught up to where we, the audience, are, where like she's finally like, oh, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. This guy's ex who turned him into a vampire looks just like me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. And then finally, somebody else realizes that it's super fucked up. Yeah, thank God. And then she leaves and starts driving down the foggy road Mm -hmm. real quickly. Mm -hmm. And then something
0: happens that, uh, honestly, it feels poetic in a sense. Because, you know, her parents... It really is. Her parents died in a car crash. And then she just gets in a car crash after um,
1: running away from this person whose ex looks exactly like her. And she hits a person... Standing in the middle of the road. Is it a person? She, just like we were first introduced to Damon. And she, the car flips like mm-hmm. three times. Yeah. Well, which Honestly, and I the love
0: amount it. of flips. I was like, is she alive?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how is she still alive? And then you see from Elena's perspective, the body crumpled in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And then an arm like reaches up and cracks backwards back into place and then the whole body gets back up oh my and starts God. walking towards her that was so that's well where done the episode ends. that was so
0: well done i was like i feel like like hearing his bo- his body parts crack back into pla- place honestly was like so like gross and creepy and then yeah. you just hear alina saying
1: screaming while it's walking towards her yeah that whole ending sequence is actually really fucking good like i was like oh okay i see
0: so you like because i feel like the thing with tbd right at least early tbd Mm -hmm. it felt like Mm -hmm. some episodes had like really good cliffhangers and then the next Mm -hmm. episode would be like eh you know what i mean yeah but these two it was like cliffhanger one great episode cliffhanger two Another, like, great episode. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Two really strong episodes that play really well back to back. Oh, we should also mention, the vampire hu- the vampire hunter Alaric does murder Logan Fell. Oh, yeah. That is the vampire that he kills. Yeah. Because Logan Fell reveals to Damon after Logan has kidnapped Caroline, who Damon uses to find logan it's a whole thing nobody protects caroline forbes anymore why is no one protecting her why is no one protecting her why why, why are we leaving caroline to be like hurt two i think the two major plot kind of plot twists here is that logan reveals that there is another way to free katherine mm-hmm. even though bonnie destroyed the crystal mm-hmm. And Elena's gonna get her ass beat by this vampire. (laughs) Yeah, honestly,
0: I'm. Number one, I'm excited to see who it is. I wonder in my head is that another the vampires that turned Logan, or Mm -hmm. is it the vampire one of the vampires that somehow got freed from that crypt, or is it just are they just messing around with us and it's Damon?
1: I this is a weird thing for me to say i'm genuinely excited to watch more episodes Mm -hmm. of the vampire diaries same i'm genuinely excited to see what happens next yeah i they they set it up really
0: well these two episodes they set up like each episode one after the other they set it up really well and for the first time i feel like they they've done some like they've like they've like paced themselves correctly
1: we're f- yeah, for- we're also building towards this last episode we watched is episode 10. We're building towards the whole episode. The whole season is 22 episodes mm-hmm. uh, or 23. We're building towards that mid season finale kind of. Yeah. Uh, building towards that. I think. TVD, this first season has so many filler episodes. Mm-hmm. We're finally like actually getting into the meat and potatoes of the thing.
0: Yeah, I think finally we are now getting into a place where i feel like i want to come back each week i feel like they have like a sense of direction whereas before it kind of felt like oh a lot of this stuff is just going on but i don't understand the importance of it i don't understand why i should care um so i feel like they've done like a really good job of like especially because they know a mid-season finale is coming up so they're now like building towards like that so that people will come back afterwards
1: um Mm -hmm and i think- i don't even know if they technically took like a mid-season break mm-hmm. i just know they do like mid-season finales right. kind of i don't know if they even took a mid-season break i think it was just like a because i don't think because the concept of mid-season finales and like breaks in the middle of seasons is relatively new mm-hmm. um oh, okay so i don't know if they like did a break well for, i guess so not speak, a break but you but like the like, concepts
0: yeah for for like like plot development and like story arc wise yeah, um, that mid-season finale I feel like is super important for a show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're now f- I feel like they're finally tr- taking a lot of the stuff seriously and trying to actually like do things correctly, which I think is a
1: good step forward for them. Two genuinely good episodes of TVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we're not going to say this a lot. Yeah. Like, two genuinely good episodes. I think these are definitely the strongest episodes we've seen in season one. Take this in while you can, because this... Bask in it. ...is is not going to last for long. (laughs) It really won't. (laughs) So what do you rank episode 10, the turning Mm. point? Let's see.
0: Things that happened. Um, Alaric killing Logan... Like it's Alaric. Alaric, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I don't know when it's gonna get ingrained to me. One day I'll say it. Hot Dad like Saltzman. That. but it's not today. Okay, Alaric kills Logan. The whole like Logan mm-hmm. being a vampire was cool. such a good, so good. I do think the whole plot line with Damon could have been. Less scenes than it was. It kind of felt. Oh yeah, out a little it's bit. wild Legendary. that Sheriff
1: Forbes goes to Damon again after knowing him for like a week, and yeah. then she's like, "Hey, you want to kill another vampire?" Yeah. He's like, "I I got it. I'm on the case." Can you imagine walking up to fucking regular Joe you met on the street a week <laughs> ago, being like, "Hey, man, I know you are a human. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Can you kill a vampire for me again?" <laughs> it's like, and also she lost the the weird thing is. She lost Logan Fowl.
0: That they lost him that exact same way. He was trying to kill a vampire, and they
1: lost him, and then he yeah. became one. So now you're going. <laughs> and then they tour. buried him in a shallow grave. Exactly, which seems very bad because you're the police. You should know how to bury a body. Yeah. But
0: the, I think it's like very poetic in the fact that that happened, and at the same time mm-hmm. she's
1: going to someone
0: who she doesn't know is a vampire to try to kill this other vampire that she like inadvertently turned into a vampire. Like the like the layers of that is insane. Um, but I do think the whole scene of like Damon and and Logan talking and like the, the the entire situation could have been brought down to less scenes, and I felt like that was drawn out for way too long.
1: Uh, it was kind of drawn out, but I think Logan was kind of the main antagonist of this episode. That is true. So I really do kind of like that he was like there, there, you that know? Is true. That is true. And he plays a pretty good bad guy, too. Yeah, you gotta I, give that extra credit. He played I, a pretty good
0: I, bad I will, guy. I will
1: say he was very convincing as a villain. I liked mm-hmm. him as a
0: villain. Yeah. Um. So that was like a good point for them. It's like a in-between point. I love it, but I also didn't really love it. So it's like a mm-hmm. mi- in the middle. The whole um Stefan Elena sex scene. Um that wildly uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, that kinda is a con for me. I, I didn't mm-hmm. like that. Um let's see.
1: What else happens in the episode? Bro, it's Tyler and uh oh, yeah. Yeah, Tyler and Jeremy fight. Um Caroline Forbes is unprotected. Uh, Elena's like, nah. And then Elena also crashes the car. It's a Okay, here's the thing. There's like five plot points here, and they're all pretty strong. Yeah, I will say, some plot points I like more than others.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I like the stuff near the end way more Mm -hmm. than the stuff that was happening in the beginning. But the Mm -hmm. middle was also okay. So, all that combined, I feel like... I'm gonna give it like... Uh a 7.5 honestly. It wasn't like as strong for me as the last episode to give it like a nine. Mm-hmm. Um maybe like an eight.
1: I'll give it an eight. You're gonna give it an eight? Yeah. Okay. Let me fucking rewrite that. I am also gonna give this episode well honestly. That ending
0: scene, man. It was really good, which is why I'm not giving it a seven point five. But I don't think, like, I think, even though the ending scene was like one of the best things that they've done on this show, I do think the overall episode was like not like as strong as the last scene. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Okay, because I really like, I really like it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm also gonna see. I think this is. I'm you gonna know, look at our spreadsheet super quick. This is definitely this is only the second time I've given an episode a nine, and you giving history repeating a nine is the highest ranking you've given thus far.
0: Yeah, I really like that episode. It's very good. The question is, can I? I think one of the questions I'll have after watching a couple seasons of this is, um, mm-hmm. uh, like how the how the uh, rankings will vary like is Mm -hmm. it usually better towards the middle and kind of Mm -hmm. like lackluster towards the end or is it more spread out throughout
1: i think it'll also kind of once we i'm gonna make us choose our favorite episodes from like this season overall Mm -hmm. so i think it'll be interesting if we look back fonder on some episodes than others Because, like, right now, right, my top two episodes are Family Ties um, and History Repeating, which are two very good episodes. Your favorites so far are the two that we've just watched. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be interesting um, for us to... I think it'll be interesting for us to pick our favorite episodes of the season and then kind of rank the seasons against each other once we have a few under our belt.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Because we're halfway through season one wow almost this is a- we're just about halfway through that's a milestone episode six of afterbite is going to be halfway through the season and then oh boy howdy we're starting we only off have seven more after that
0: <laughs> i mean it's nice we're starting off the beginning of the year um with almost halfway through the first season i think that's like a nice yeah. little accomplishment
1: we're gonna we're gonna get through season one, two, and three in twenty twenty probably. Hey, that was an episode of Afterbite that we did. Yay. It was barely a show about the vampire diaries. We mostly talked about V wars. <laughs> and again, if you do want us to talk more about V wars, or you wanna see if you have any other ideas for shit you want us to do, we'll do just about anything. Just let us know on our Twitter at Afterbite Pod. Yeah. Also we're doing a giveaway there for the next uh one more week after this episode goes up so uh go to after pod to see how to enter and win that contest that's you can win a
0: sticker with our logo on it so you can show tell all your friends about our podcast when they ask you what's that on your laptop or 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 water bottle
1: or wherever else you put the sticker i'm yeah. gonna put one directly on my forehead <laughs> Anyway, we'll catch you all next week. Next week, we're going to be watching Bloodlines and Unpleasantville. Anyway, thanks for listening to Afterbite. Uh, We're going to, I'm going to do the thing where I just kind of like fade up the music now. So Jordan and I just kind of like talk shit here while the music fades up. And it's like a whole like extended and outro thing. We, We definitely do talk a lot of shit at the end of our episode. We talk a lot of shit in the middle of every episode. We talk a lot of shit, just this is entirely just garbage. Yeah, we. What we've done here, this is an hour and a half of garbage.